following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. It's that time on a Tuesday. We're lounging yes, here at the indeedy. Star. I'm Newey Scruggs. He's Barry Church. Yep. That is the LSU Bayou Bingo. Go Danny Tigers. <laughs> yes, the Tigers are... Uh, the, uh, the Tigers are rolling. They man. are, man. They're rolling. Now, now okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. I, I like the way you start this episode off, though. I, like, okay. I mean, every week we win, we, we need to do episodes. All right, so we're not talking about Toledo. So, 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 okay, yeah. So we'll get to the Cowboys because this is hard. All right. This, you know, unlike you, you know, your college isn't your heart. It's Barry's. You know, Barry doesn't, doesn't love oh, yeah, the yeah, Rockets yeah. like this man bleeds and loves LSU. Yeah, like he said his high school when it was like Monday night football. Yeah, Barry Church. He says high school. Penn Hills. Penn really? Penn Hills. <laughs> okay, you know, we'll get to the bottom of that one day. Yeah, we'll that, get to the bottom. Okay, we'll get down for I've always wondered about. I've always wondered about the dudes who run off the junior college or the or the high school. I'll bring some popcorn for that episode. We're gonna break it down one of these days. Yes, we definitely need. A lot of foolery, I'll tell you that much. Here's my thing about LSU and the head coach, Ed Ogeron, who I'm a fan of. By the way, should have got the USC job. Don't you think they wish they'd have given it to him now? I'm glad. Um, Got to stay off TV, man. Because now you know, they, they beat Alabama and everybody wants to interview the coach. And... <laughs> Like man, what you, you got to, you got to, got to turn that down. Go coach your team, man. Let, let some of the players get out there. He but you coach coach your team. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. He's you coaching. Say, you see, he ain't made for TV for no, TV no, interviews. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. He's great. Now look, look. When I have my he national, talk about the man boy. I love when I have my national radio show, I loved getting him on and Dabo Sweeney. Them, them two dudes who loved the, the airtime was Dabo and, and Ed Ogeron. Okay, Listen, but if you, 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 you want to get all the recruits right, you need to be in front of the camera. Look, was it uh, Jim Harbaugh? Went out there and, and got all the rappers and everything he did. And always in front of the camera, all that. Ed is no fool. He's going to follow suit and do the same. If you're playing at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for the national championship, you're gonna get all the recruits anyway. I gotta do his call. You LSU, uh, LSU's always gotten recruits. You, you still battling, all right? We still battling. Is it, a, a section down there in the Southwest, Texas, okay. Louisiana, but, but then, Georgia, all that. We still battling. Ed, Ed, Ed can call you from his office. He doesn't have to go on that fine. every but, but, TV but if show. I, but if I see him, but, that, but, but if I see him with swag on TV as an 18-year-old coming out of high school, I'm like, that's the dude I want to talk to. Well, you got a point. Face got a point. to the name. I'm good. That's, oh, Coach O? <laughs> yeah, well, I saw you on TV the other day. I mean, I'll tell you what, if I coach O, I, well, you really want to impress him, do the old Barry Switzer. Pull out the cell phone call from the sideline. Swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey you, you know, we, we just gave we just gave Saban that work. I just want you to know we're thinking about you. Yeah. We need you for the rematch <laughs> next year. Anyway, have a good day. Yeah, and then Danny McCray getting popped those off newies. All, all for that. Oh, fuck. Boys that. and all. Nah, we ain't going to get no Poe Boys, no man. Po I'm, I'm, I'm going to put on something new, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to believe that's satisfied. Let's see. I'm going to get up in your cornbread. You got to come out the gate firing back. Yeah, man. man. Come on, just, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. You saw the picture I sent you on Friday? I'm ready. I'm waiting. I'm in Papados every other week. You sent me on Friday. It was a Papados coaster that let you know where I was at. Hey, look. Now, in case you are new to the Players Lounge, Danny McCray and I have a bet about Joe Burrow winning the Heisman Trophy. If Joe wins, and I don't see how he won't at this point in time unless he breaks his hip, um, oh. he'll uh, he'll be the be the, uh, the Heisman winner. Huh? Heisman winner, and I'll have to take him to Papado's with a limited budget. Northwest Highway, y'all going to limited know. budget? Yeah, no, nah, we yeah we gonna go to the one off uh, Frankfurt. Oh, there it is. Uh, no, no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm paying for it, you, you, you showing up the way I tell you. Okay, brother, bro, bro, hey, whatever you and, got, whatever you I, got to do. Uber is alive. I'm fine with okay, it. I'm good with hey, that. Uh, Uber. My hey, ratings, surge yeah, prices. My ratings, not because I'm thinking about getting me a swamp thing. don't drink a drive. This is true. This is you go get sweet tea, unsweet tea. That's a, nah, nah, a swamp thing. That's man, a swamp thing. The large one. We've already gone five minutes too long. Go on Tigers. This LSU stuff. Go Let's Tigers. Get back to the Joe Burrow for Heisman. Because this is about the Cowboys. Oh, last LSU thing. I just met Eddie Kennison on the way over here, by the way. Good guy. Did, oh, great guy. That's what I'm talking about. He, he introduced himself to someone else. I met Eddie Kennison. I said, the Eddie Kennison? LSU Eddie Kennison? 
Got up, shook his hand. Said, I can play, man. <laughs> you the man. See, I know yeah, that. that that's, right why, that's why your tone changed about Papa, though. Now you're ready to go. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah. well, Cowboys defeat Detroit 35-27. Vegas said the Cowboys would win by eight. They won by eight. Now, their Cowboy fans conflicted. Certain Cowboy fans are like, hey, great, we won. Love seeing Dak 444. And, and they love the way the receiving was going. Now, you got a certain section of people who are saying, hey, look, this was a backup quarterback in Jeff Driscoll. Here's Bo Scarborough, who ran for more yards, and Ezekiel Elliott. They were both drafted the same. So, so, you know, and then they're looking at the defense saying, what do we have? As players, how do you see this victory? As former players. If, if I'm on the team, I'm like, we won. <laughs> it's hard to win games in the National Football League, no matter who's playing quarterback, running back, receiver, who's coaching. It's hard to win games. And if any team has learned that, the Cowboys have learned that this year. So as a player right now, if I'm in that locker room, I'm like, we got to win. Let's start stringing those together. But where we're sitting at right now, I'm sitting there saying, hey, man, <laughs> y'all done gave up seven explosives to a Jeff Driscoll-led offense. I mean, they didn't even have a boy. Who was it, Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford wasn't out there. He wasn't out there. Jeff Driscoll was out there producing arms, legs. He was using it all. I mean, I think he had two runs over 20 yards right there. So, And then they let, like you said, Bo Scarborough. He averaged over four yards a carry on these boys, and he, he they signed him that week. They got him off the street that week. So, I mean, for as a defense, I mean, they were able to make plays to, to you know, keep him in the game or whatever, win the game at the end. But as a defense, you got you to gotta look back and sit there and say, hey, man, you know, we got to tighten up. What would you rather have? A potent offense that can come back from any deficit or a, 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 a great defense. A great defense. I'm not I, I learned defense. my lesson. I hate to reference LSU again, but if I'm if I if I have an offense that can feel I feel like can get me back into any game, I'm all right. Two thousand sixteen playoffs. Green Bay Packers. Shout out to a twenty eight point lead. I mean, we, we came all the way back. We still lost the game. Offense was rolling. The, I'd rather have a great defense right there and an the offense that can score points. In that, in that situation. I mean, whatever the situation is, it was a playoff. In that, in, that, in that situation, because, you, because you needed a defense. And right there, you asked the question, I answered it. I'd rather have a great defense right then yeah. and there. Jerry Jones was asked on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, FM, the, the official radio home of the Cowboys. He does his show every Tuesday at 830. Uh, he was asked about Dak's contract. You know, what are we waiting on? What does it go? And and he said, basically, we're trying to figure out how we can pay everybody. So that's the stance that they're, they're going with right now is that, hey, mm. we want you. We want you here. We're just trying to figure out how to pay everyone. Trying to figure out how much of that pie is left. And for me, when I see Dak Prescott with 444 yards, three touchdowns, uh, another game where he's just – Carrying the off because it's very clear. Matt Patricia said 21 is not beating us. Number four, let's see what you can do. Mike Zimmer said the same thing. And he's more than showing you he can play. Then that night, I ended up watching Sunday Night Football between Mitchell Trubisky of the Bears and Jared Goff of the Rams. I'm looking at both of these players who were all, you know, both first-round picks. Mitch, number two overall mm. in his class. Jared Goff, number one in his class in 2016, in which Dak was taking the fourth round. And Goff, and I'm not hating on him, you know, to get what you can. He's got a record, no, over $100 million record, uh, I think maybe 113? We won 10 or 113. Well, he's got the most guaranteed, guaranteed money. That's what it is, I am. At the end of the day, you're going to have to give Dak Prescott Jared Goff money. And I know Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl, but right now, if you ask any talent evaluator, you got a choice. Goff, Dak, who you taking? So, that's a big deal of how Jerry Jones gets this thing done because you've got to sign Dak and you've got to get Amari. People aren't talking enough about Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is a special player. Roll Tide. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a chance that Dak gets franchised? I think there's. I think there's a chance. I think there's a at least. I would say forty five percent chance. Ooh, that's high. Here's the problem with that. That's high. If he's franchised, then Cooper's free. They can't get both if he's franchised. You can't franchise them both. But I'm franchise saying, both, but I, I don't have want, enough. To me, I don't want Cooper out on the free market. No, I don't want. I don't want him to have to make a decision. So who do you prioritize, Cooper or, or Dak? I, if, if it's me, if it's you, if, if I'm newly, newly the GM, I'm, I'm franchising Cooper. Franchising and, Cooper and, he, and signing Dak. Yeah, he, here's well, I'm franchising him, and well, Dak will be because at this point in time, Dak's going to be free. Yeah, but and this is just my thinking. We know Dak is a smart guy, and he's got a ton of endorsements. 
the Sleep Number Beds, 7-Eleven, Pepsi, Campbell's. Tostitos, Campbell's, Oikos Yogurt. That's what I can count off the top of my head. Not one of those companies is going to want him to be in a Dolphins uniform or a Bengals uniform, teams that could pay him. The money is with the quarterback who plays three times on Sunday night football because that's, that's the maximum. Monday night football, Thursday. national game. Thursday night football, which is going to be on in, uh, in you know, Chicago. Yeah. Then you got the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game. game. That's that's six right there. Yeah. If if the Eagles and the Cowboys keep you know staying right there, that game that may game. be oh, flexed. Yeah, it's so be that's flexed. seven. I mean the the ability, and then of course you guys know from playing the Cowboys don't play very many noon games because they're usually the prime time. Never. I mean the Cowboys Jets game was the CBS national game of the year, and the Jets <laughs> hadn't won anything, <laughs> but people want the Cowboys. That's so, true. Dak knows the star for him means a lot of money off the field. Well, and then you also got to take take into account that if it's a guy that I don't want holding out, mm-hmm. it's Dak, right? That's true. Uh, cool. That's don't true. show up. <laughs> we'll be all right. You know, we 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 you miss OTAs and all that stuff. Dak, nah, we need you here for OTAs. That, <laughs> we need that leadership. Mini camp. We need you. We need you for all that. So take care of him, man. Now I say this at the end of the day, and I. I, I this is just a fact because I did a national radio show for a guy the other day. I said, name me the guy that Jerry Jones truly wanted that he let get away. I said, you can't. He's never let a player that he truly, truly That's wanted true get too. away. That's true and too. he's never lost a quarterback. He's not losing this guy. Nah, it ain't no way. And I, but, but Cooper's the one I worry about. That's he could the, get away. Right, because I, I, I can't read him. You, know, you talk to him. <laughs> That's why he don't. It, and he want to roll tide. He it's he like he just. That. Hey, look, I take this he's is my impression of ways. Like, I mean, like, hey, nothing affects him. This, it this is like. a guy I would not want to play cards with because I, I, I he, you can't I, read you him. can't read him. And when I say I can't read him, I, I can't read. He gives me what he wants to give me, but I don't know if that's how he really feels. Because just I'm gonna just give you this. I feel like everything's calculated. Like but, when he talk, everything has but, a you know it's calculated. Like Saban and taught him too much. Like, <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> but as you just said though, Jerry is not gonna let guys that he wants. Get away. This well, is true. I, I just, if, if that's the case, he wouldn't have been paying some of the guys that he paid uh, earlier this year and, and figuring out how to divide, how that, to divide pile. that pile. See, I, I'm just, I'm just a huge. So we just saying the defense, as far as like paying those guys, that ain't, that ain't even, that ain't gonna happen. No. Well, it depends on who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking, about, Byron, talking about Byron. He, Malik Collins. Look, look. Man, Byron didn't see, get no see, action in that you, last you, game. Yeah. Talking about MVP of the game. Hey, no yeah, action. No, okay. <laughs> you hadn't even mentioned the guy that, that, that needs that you got to keep. That's Quinn. Ah, he might, Robert, he might price himself out. Of the guys, <laughs> yeah. of the guys you just named, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with the pass rush. Oh, yeah, he, he's definitely a must. That's probably the most expensive one on defense, though. Yeah. But that's it, the one I want to get. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But if you want that whole pie and you no, want to pile up for that. Yeah, look, hang on. Byron Jones is not – I'm not, I'm not going to be able to keep Byron. Because in, in a yeah. in a corner starved league, somebody's going to pay for him. Man, it's like fifteen million a year for a corner. Right? How, how much you paying for Quinn? And, and, and how long how long is this deal? I we might get like seventeen a year yeah, on the market. I'm going to pay Quinn because Quinn gets to the quarterback. If I'm going to pay a corner, I need him to get. No, I'm saying so. I'm saying how much are you paying Quinn? If we're saying that Byron's going, you know, for possibly for fifteen that's somewhere. Huge. That's a great question. Because the law just got paid. He just got paid twenty one something a year. It's a great question. Going to get like what you think, like fifteen, sixteen at least. Quinn, he keep balling. Thirty. I mean, how many millions do we have? About to be a five man team. The cap must be going up like crazy this year. And I can read Quinn from this standpoint. You gonna look at the dollars? How much? <laughs> how much you saying? Oh, y'all want me here for what? That's when they start throwing. Hey, what you, you say know, over here? You, you, <laughs> there ain't no state tax over here, man. Right. You wanna go back to Miami? That is true. Hey, that <laughs> state taxes save you some money. That so, is true. Well, we, we won't be going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Taco Town. <laughs> so, so that, that's oh. that's an interesting thing there. But overall, for me, here's what I was happy for. I was happy for Dak Prescott from the standpoint. So many people especially early on in the year, have dogged this guy and not giving him credit for what he's done. Oh, he only wins because of the offensive line. Oh, he's not there. He, you know, he's got Zeke there. We're around him, and, and, and we know what he does and how people in this building feel mm-hmm. about him. Now the play is gone, and he's got – it's his fourth year. I mean, one of the things that I, I see the criticism of Dak, the way I saw people had the criticisms of Russell Wilson early on. Oh, it's just your defense, you're not this. It's never, your running game. Right, never mm-hmm. looking at the fact that, you know what happens to guys? They get better. They grow. 
Aaron Rodgers' first year wasn't good, but Aaron grew. Steve McNair's first year hardly played, but he grew. I just felt like that none of that was given to Dak Prescott that as a fourth-round pick, people expected him. And they were trying to compare, well, he's not better than Carson Wentz. He's not better than Goff. I'm like, guy was rookie of the year, wasn't he? Um, he has a winning record all three years. I mean, as the receiving targets started to diminish, especially last year with that whole receiver by committee mess that didn't work out, I, I felt like he wasn't given the he was given all the blame but none of the credit. I mean, look what he did last week. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: overreaction Monday, which is unfortunate. So I just want to move past this. Let's put it out there like this: If Dak has a bad game or a so-so game against New England, all of a sudden then they're gonna start saying the same thing. I don't know if he's worth it. So I'm going to put that out there to the side and say, no matter what happens this game, Dak has balled, and he deserves all the money that he's going to get from Jerry. He definitely deserves his money. I mean, the guy's not Yeah, let's not let him go out here. Hopefully he doesn't. Let him go out here and have a so-so game, and then they start saying, oh, yeah, once he plays against an elite defense, then he he really can't get it done. Minus all that, the dude has been balling. He's been getting better, like Newey said, each year, each game. Pay the man. He's worth it. Yes, John Kitna, Kellen Moore, they have come in here and really done a lot of the things that Dak likes to do, which makes me go back and think about Scott Linehan. You were you were running Scott was running his offense. You saw that. A yeah. lot of people dislike Scott's offense. And what he should have been doing, and, and this is just my feeling as a coach. Doug, it was Doug Collins, the, the former basketball coach, he said, Newey, your job as a coach is to cover up the warts of your team and, and figure out what is it they do best and do that. I felt like Scott Linehan ran his offense, and Dak needed to fit into that versus saying, Dak, what is Sit it you do you. well? Yeah. And let's figure that out and do that. And I feel like that is what I'm seeing here. And, oh, by the way, the targets are better. Okay, right. The carpenter needs tools. The tools <laughs> are a lot true. better true. to you work got Coop, with. Gallup, Gallup's throwing up right before Cobb, eyes, Cobb, Cobb, twice. Jarwin, I mean, you yes. need to get him the Cobb, ball more. Cobb Speaking is a that. better player than Cole Beasley. Oh, yeah. You know? I like Cole Beasley as a person, cool dude, but you got a better player, and it makes a difference. I mean, at the end of the day, you need players. This, this, this is game is still, this is still one with players. All right, we got a lot to get to here on the Players' Lounge with Danny McRae and Barry Church and myself, Dewey Scruggs. Uh, we'll get to our football phrase of the day. we got to get into the New England Patriots, what's going on there. Also, uh, some thoughts about Colin Kaepernick and Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns, who was suspended indefinitely after he uh, hit Mason Rudolph in the head with his own helmet on Thursday Night Football. You're listening to Dallas Cowboys Radio on DallasCowboys.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to the Players' Lounge. You're lounging. I'm Louis Scruggs. He's Barry Church. That's Danny McRae. They're former Dallas Cowboys players. I'm not. 
The Dallas Cowboys will host their third annual Christmas at the Star presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb from November 22nd through December 21st, taking place at the Star in Frisco. Enjoy free, family-friendly events throughout the holiday season, including the Christmas Spectacular presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb and the opportunity to take a photo with Santa Claus. For more information, visit the starinfrisco.com. Danny? And with that photo, that opportunity, we have an opportunity for you to get $10 off of that photo. All you have to do is register for one of our holiday camps at AT&T Stadium, January 2nd and uh, December 30th at www.dallascowboys.com slash academy. Sign up and you'll get a, a $10 discount on that Christmas photo. If your child does not want to be with Santa Claus and is scared of Santa Claus, please don't put your child yeah, that's on that those are still, I those made are that the mistake. worst photos. I made that mistake. But, but you can still send, them, still send them to our camp, though. Come, let them come hang out with us. Me, me and my coaches, all former but, NFL players, let them come hang out with us. No Santa thing. Claus. Here's the thing. You hold your child, and then you stand next to Santa. <laughs> you but if your do child don't want to touch Santa, don't, I mean, I got a picture of my youngest, and she like same here. Same here. And, 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 and I knew the child wasn't feeling Santa, but it's something Mama wanted. Mama wanted it. It's like it's no. So you let it happen. Yeah, I did. Ain't that so? He gonna did. Do it. Now okay. he get a PSA. Oh, both of y'all. I was okay. over there watching. Both of y'all. Uh, well, first off, spoken from somebody who don't have a child. This is You're true. right. Let me tell you something. You know what it was? Go ahead. It's, it's like that time when, when it was Mitt Romney and Obama uh, doing a presidential debate, and Obama's like, proceed. What am I going to do? At this point, she wants this. Save she feels her. Like she, no, 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 no. Here's what you're going to find out real quick, Danny. When you have a child, you get dumber. As a guy, Goodness you get dumber. Now, now that's something now, to look forward to, right? Now, if, if her mom or some other lady down the street who happened to be at the event said, yeah, you may not want him with Santa. Okay, okay, yeah, she'll listen to that. But you, now, nah, you just some dude. Ain't that something? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm just telling you, man. You get you get, you get dumber. You just sit back and just get, hey, try to tell you. I tried. Yeah, exactly. I just sit back and hey, I told you. So, that's so. not the hill of die on. Because if you go you. home and she didn't had a picture with Santa and she think that you prevented it from doing, nah, I'm not. I'm not catching that side eye for that. Mm-hmm. Ew. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just looking at this photo like. Mm. Well, hey, baby, we go, tell you. I'm gonna cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a healthy bridge. Santa, the Easter Bunny. That time I paid money for Barney to come to the house, and she loved watching Barney. But when Barney came to the house, she was scared of Barney. Didn't want to see Barney or go near Barney till Barney was leaving. Then clutch Barney's leg. Oh, listen. Oh yeah. As soon as he as soon as he leave, it's oh where they going? They start crying because he ain't there no more. My <laughs> wife is scared of mascots, so I'm not gonna have that issue. Okay. We probably won't have see nobody coming he over for birthday. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. As usual, Nui telling me y'all hating on me again. Okay, Tyson. Tyson said it best. Everybody got a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. We shall see. Okay. If she wants the photo of Lil McCray with Santa, Go ahead and she let it might, go down. She might get it. But if let she, it go down. Know, if, if he or she start acting a fool when she get up close, then I'm, I might, I'm going to back off. I'm a, I might fall on the sword for that one. I might. At that point in time, it's too yeah. late. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, so it, already it, count, it, it already crossed the line. Right. Right. At that point in time, you just go out to sit up here and just. <laughs> yeah, so take that, it. That, that is what I mean, it my is. My little kid going to like Santa Claus. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, say know. that. Yeah, so there you go. Now, now. You know what? The kid run up to Santa Claus all the time. One photos of Santa all the time. But at that point in time, she was not ready for just, that. She can't go too early. Bring that your kid to get a photo with me at, at my holiday camp. How about yes, that? Yes. Dallas Cowboys holiday camp. That's the point. So, Come, so, bring, him, bring him to take a picture with me. So when in doubt, now here's my thing. You can still take the picture of Santa. Mama, when in doubt, you hold your child. It it keeps, you just keep your child there. on the right. Your Santa's on your This is a horror story. Okay? <laughs> this is scarred news. It's not even I, I see this every year. I mean, this is the thing. I and you get mad thing. every time you look and see somebody you doing these. Okay, I tell you what. On your Facebook page, I challenge you to do this. Say, hey, do you have any photos with your kid crying with Santa? And see how many you get, man. That we we running this on Twitter right now. If, just, if you have any, just, just, just put it on there. Out. I'll start a thread later on today, and we'll see how many we get. Truly. So, so Nui, just, if it's more than 40, I think about not getting the appetizer and popping those. I'm just saying, oh, it can be done. You saving can, some money. You can have this parental moment you want so bad, your child with Santa, but you need to be. You, if your child's on your left hand, you Santa be on your right. Because, you know, you don't want to give it to Because if they took all the 
The photo be looking look at Sam like that. <laughs> Go get him a Band-Aid. I bet. Scars. Christmas coming back. The grits. The grits. You know who else I feel bad Light. for? I feel bad for those Santas, man. I feel bad for them Santas. Those Santas are like, this supposed to happen year in and year I out. Like, man, I got to take another one. <laughs> oh, here we go. Christmas is back. <laughs> like, Can't believe the alarm, Mom. Get the kids ready. <laughs> you mad. He, he mad. mad the whole day, no. man. He don't want to take out he the trash. Like <laughs> no, I ain't doing it. I ain't mad at everything. Not washing dishes. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> he blowing the horn oh. on the way to work. He mad at everybody, man. You at the light too long. Get out the way. Light just turned green. Get out the way. <laughs> It's all, hey, it's all hey. right, man. It's all right. They're going to take I, care of it. My kids are too old. Now, now, I'm telling you, now the, the eight-year-old, last, the last photo, she brought the dog. She ended up bringing the – we got a picture of uh, the kids in Santa and the dog. So Your how, PSA work, man. Everybody that's listening to the show how, right now, by they, the way, they, they taking heed to this. How my wife got this dog – it's not a service dog. Either. How she got this dog into this, the place to take a photo of <laughs> Look, Santa. He's so mad he's snitching now. Was, uh, he t- oh, oh, that's how we know. That's <laughs> a way. away. Huh? She's not going to get in with the dog this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, my wife take that dog everywhere, man. My wife, my wife lets that dog uh, sit in the front seat and tell my kids to sit in the back. Oh, people love their pets. Yo, she love, she people love, love pets. Dog, man. I, may not get fed, I may not get fed. That dog never misses a meal. Mm, well, and if that dog is out of food, she go right to the store. You hungry? Something in the fridge? Man, there's some, there sounds like there's layers to the yeah, story. Yeah, I right know. We, 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 we just going to keep peeling the layers back. back. When we get to week 16, yeah, you know, we, got, we had a, the whole <laughs> story. My, my, my wife loves me because I brought the dog home, though. So I always had that. I was like, I found the dog. I was at work. I found the dog. Let's talk about the... Next opponent for the Cowboys. They travel to face the 9-1 New England Patriots who have not lost at Gillette Stadium. Most of this team has never played at New England. A lot of guys on this team have never played against Tom Brady and a Bill Belichick coach team. So my question for you guys, what's the approach as you go up here to a game in which you know Vegas doesn't think you're going to win? Um, if Jeff Driscoll can get you for <laughs> – the kind of office he did, and and you're not running the football. I mean, what do you do, and how do you get ready for this game that we all are going to use as a measuring stick? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure the coaches already are, are mentioning this, or, or when they get in on Wednesday, they'll mention it. The Patriots' offense is, is not great, right? Yeah. And now, neither is our defense, but they. I think that if we focus our efforts on Edelman and stopping the run, I think we'll be just fine. Now. We need to run the ball on offense. They've shown that they able. That people have been able to run the ball on them. If we are able to do that, I think that we have a great shot at winning the game. If we come out and Zeke has twenty carries for forty yards, and they forcing Dak, and uh, they're forcing Dak to beat him, I think the game. Is, is more like a 60-40. We might be in trouble. Yeah, if we can keep offensively, if we can keep their defense unbalanced, which is a hard thing to do because you know all Belichick coach teams, they go into each and every game and say, hey, we're going to take away what you do best. And to me, I don't know if it's we throw the ball best right now or if we won the ball best right now, but if they're able to take one of those options completely away, I think we'll be in trouble. But if we can keep them unbalanced, that means Dax, you know, he's hitting them with the play action. Zeke's hitting, you know, five here, eight here, three here. He's getting those clouds in the dust type yards. But Dax also using that for play action and keeping them unbalanced. I think we'll have a great shot. Now, defensively, like you're, you're right, Tom Brady and this offense has not played well at all. I mean, Sony Michelle, he's looked like a shell of himself these past couple weeks, but – I mean, for some reason, them boys for primetime games they come to play. So we're gonna have to do something to, to type some type of way. We got to type to. I can't even speak right now, but we got to do something. <laughs> Brady got to nervous. get Brady down. We got to do something. Barry, you've played up there in an AFC Championship game when you were with Jacksonville. Uh, I've been there once before, but but what's the kind of atmosphere these players need to be ready for? I mean, it's electric, and um, I mean these guys are used to playing in front of primetime electric type fans that um, that come with with playing in primetime games. But up there, I mean, it's it's a whole new beast. I mean, you got. The Fans dropping f bombs at you as you're walking out. I mean, might have some snow. You got the, <laughs> you got the dudes snow. with the muskets in the back firing it off. I mean, it, like you said, it might be brisk out there. So, they, I mean, they, they drive you all the way back into the woods. All the way back. It's like Lambo. You in some neighborhood <laughs> yeah. for a second, and then boom, you're like, there's, there's, the, there's a stadium. You, you are in Patriots land. Yeah, it's a land for real, and it's going to be a hype atmosphere. I mean, everybody gets up to play the Cowboys, so it's going to be hype. More intense atmosphere than going to the link in Philadelphia. That's tough, man, because the link, as, as you know, yeah. and you know both, that's that's a hard place to play. And the only reason I say they were, they're kind of used to that because they go there twice or they go there yes. you know, every single year. But other teams coming into the link, 
That's a tough place to that, that's play. Why, that's why I brought it up because when I just think about the places that I've been on the road for the Cowboys where, you know, there's no there's no fans cheering mm-hmm. for you like it is right. in Detroit where, you know, they come out there and they're flipping you to bird right away and, and they, they're after you. Um, to me, I, I've seen no more intense place than, than Philadelphia. Yeah, I have to say Philly's number I, one I, on I that one. I think on par. I think on par. And, and especially depending on the situation, right? If, mm-hmm. if when Most of the time we go play Philly is the rivalry game and, and that game really means something. This game means something in New England as well, so yeah. I think the atmosphere would be crazy. One thing I want to touch on is we kind of spoke about how we can beat New England and how they're going to try to stop us. You can almost guarantee that Coop is getting doubled. <laughs> Could <laughs> and, be. And they, stack, and they stack in the box. They'll be Gilmore in the safety over the top, and whoever else they got, they, they running whatever they can to stop the run. So Cobb and Gallup That'll need be to be great... ready to work. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Add one more. Just because just as you said it made me think. All right. Jarwin. If what have we seen against teams who've been able to beat them? And we like with Kansas City with what they were able to use how they used Travis Kelsey against them. That's mm-hmm. a big if. And I'm not Jarwin is the guy that I'm looking at in terms Jarwin's of Jarwin's good. It's something he, in front of He's a he's a mismatch nightmare. Some they got front. some safeties back there. They got some good cover safeties back there, but I would like to see it. I would like to see Jarvin go out there and try to miss But you'd like to see him get more snaps oh, yeah. in order to do that. You got to hey, right? you know what you got to do. What, especially you know what you in this game, do. you're going to need some yards after the catch. Jace, if Jason catches it at seven yards, and he's probably down. not going further than nine. Mm-hmm. But but a guy like Jarwin, we've seen him be able to make catches and get get the ball out of To me, this is a game where you're going to need that that those extra yards. If you can get an extra five, six, ten yards after a catch, that Jarwin shows it's you huge. That you've got to be able to get it. Um, yeah, and we're not talking about it, but Brett Maher. He's going to have to come. He's going to have to come in clutch. You're going to have to take every And he's got to be consistent. Yes. Well, we better not try to kick 60 yarders. Yeah, that's true. If we're relying on 60 yarders, we're in trouble. Let's not do that. We're in trouble. And while we're on it, let's make sure that we have our special teams intact as well. Because going back to that Detroit game. They might attack our special teams. Let me tell you this. Detroit game. I know we talked about it. You never thought you would hear that many people say, "Man, where is Heath?" You right <laughs> he about was that. missed on defense and, and special teams. teams during that uh, during uh, last week. Yeah, you right about that. I mean, we saw the safeties get exposed as soon as Woods went out. They went straight at both of those safeties, and we saw what happened: missed tackle, mixed tackle, touchdown. And then you seen the returns on special and teams. You seen the returns. Heath, that I'm is that is Jeff Heath, number thirty-eight. That's the effect that he has on the game. Is like him, like him or not? At one time, <laughs> yes, it's, like like him or not, he's he he. he the game yeah, in a positive you, way. I'm telling you, who's going to have to have a huge game, though, is going to have to be those two interior guys, Michael Bennett and uh, Malik Collins. I mean, yeah. I think we've seen in the past when when Brady was in his prime, the only thing that really kind of affected him is if you get that interior mm-hmm. pressure and you force him outside the pocket where he's nowhere near as effective as he is inside the pocket. So those two guys are going to have to have a huge that game. That was for this Rob defense. Ryan's. I think that was our best defensive game under Rob Ryan. Yeah, and that was 14 his, points. That was the main focus. <laughs> up get the up the pressure. middle, make him move, make him loot, do something, and, and throw it outside the numbers. And we held them to 19. Like, yeah, I think it was 19, we 17, 19. Something and we went in and said, if we hold them to 19, we're good. And they scored it. <laughs> and, and we didn't score. And we ain't scored and no we points. we didn't score. To the 20, they scored like 21. It was a breaking yeah. touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was real it, close. It, it, was, it was a good football game. I was there for that one. So, speaking of the DBs here, you know, turn, uh, Brian, Brown's out for the year. So, mm. Anthony Brown's out for the year. Did he now. tear his tri- like, what, he tore his tire tips? I, I think so. He had surgery Jordan, repair, so. Jordan mm. Lewis is now, you know, he's going to be your full-time slot guy and – our first and only guest here on the Players' Lounge, CJ Gordon, is, is going to see more time here. And my first thought process is, if you're Tom Brady, they're going to try and go after these. Let's see, right? You got to test them. Let's see what these guys have. You have to. I mean, uh, you, like you said, you got or Anthony Browns out of the game or out of the season from yeah. now on. We've seen what happened last. Jeff Driscoll had a couple big, huge chunk plays against his defense. So you're going to have to test them. They're a young team. They're experienced back there just because they played since they were rookies, but. You got to test them out, and I think Brady will. Uh, they, they definitely will. Um, I think it's a positive that the lack of weapons are so far this season. What mm-hmm. they've shown, the lack of weapons, mm-hmm. is when this uh, when these substitutions will be happening. So hopefully, this is not a big game for Sanu or Dorsett, uh, and we and we stave them off. But twenty, I mean, good. <laughs> he, he will get tested. He will get tested. He will get tested. Twenty nine. And Edelman, <laughs> man, and Edelman will be uh, trying to work Jordan Lewis in the slot. He so. will. And it, it just has to be a huge to me for this defense to play good. It has to be a huge game for the up front. Just those, those four guys. They got to get after this team, man. They got to. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're listening to the Players Lounge. You're watching the Players Lounge. Um, Barry Church, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Uh, Instagram, man, Twitter, both uh, at Barry Church 42 
And Danny DMAC44 on Twitter. On Instagram is Danny underscore McCray40. All right. Find me at Newey Scruggs. N-E-W-Y-S-C-R-U-G-G-S on Twitter. That's Newey Scruggs on Twitter. Newey Scruggs Sports on Facebook here. All right. Uh, l- let me jump back into to college football here. Tua Tungavailoa. Mm-hmm. Terrible injury. Hip surgery. Made me think. Should he declare for the draft or go back to school? What do you guys think? To me, that's a tough one, man. I'm getting out of there. It, yeah, it, it, you got to see because they, they allow you to see like where you where you would be projected to be drafted at before you um, go ahead and try declare. to you know, declare yeah. and all that good stuff. So, to me, I got to see where I'm at now. If I'm in that top five, even top ten, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm he about has to a history of these injuries, though. So, what's to say that's that true. next year won't be another that injury for the season? Get out of there. You know you know that they still somebody's still going to take a chance on him now. Mm-hmm. He goes back to college next year and has any type of ankle injury where he needs surgery, the hip injury, or something happens that with that. That is true. He's going from taking a chance to – Losing Six millions. Yeah. Losing I'm, millions. I'm getting out of there. Go out of the, the taste that people have in their mouth with Tua is a great quarterback. He is. Now he right. just has a little injury thing that they got to figure out if he's going to make the full recovery. Yep. Leave on that. Decla- I would, if I was him, I'd declare hopefully in his you know, best, best circumstance, you know, he drops a little bit, still gets drafted pretty high, but drops a little bit to a team that doesn't really need him right then and there to start so he can sit back a little bit, kind of learn a game, or heal up a little bit more from that injury. But – I mean, the worst case scenario, if somebody takes him early in the early in the first round, and they want him to be that guy from the jump. I think it's, well, we know he could be going first anyway. So. Okay, based on what you just said, I have the perfect team for Tua: the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, oh yeah, man! man. Talk about stinking up the joint <laughs> because I mean, they, they need a new quarterback, and if they are not ready, if the owners and this is because I think this is a span. I mm-hmm. think the head coach, I think the head coach is ready to go ahead and move along, but the Spanoses may not, and they may want one more year, especially in their new stadium. Yeah, that is true. So if you wanted to bring Philip Rivers back as you go into this new stadium and seeing if you can sell, you can possibly fill it up with someone else besides uh, you know the other team's fans. <laughs> Man. Um, but but having Tua in the back, so I, I I feel like this is what we saw with Willis McGahee many years ago when Miami played the national championship mm-hmm. game against Ohio yeah. State. He suffered that terrible leg that injury. Nasty. He still came out, and I thought Drew Rosenhaus did an excellent job of selling him. He sold him. McGahee goes to the first round to uh, Buffalo. Ends up having a productive and a very oh, good yeah. It's a knee versus a hip. People are talking about Bo Jackson type of injury, but I come back and say Bo was injured in the 90s. Medicine's come, oh, yes. a, lo- come, come a long, long way since then. But your point about, hey, it's not the first time two has been hurt. Sometimes people get that day. You're hurt, about to say three straight both years. Both ankles huh? and the hip. Yeah. Hurt, hurt players stay hurt. That is true. But if you're the Chargers – some point in time, you've got to pull the trigger on moving on. Oh, from, you got to. from Philip Rivers. He was downright to. terrible. <laughs> some, I mean, that was some point now. <laughs> that was I was. I saw the man throw four interceptions, and that's not the last week he threw three. I mean, <laughs> and it's consistently every year they had these horrible starts, and then they start like coming back, coming at the back, end clicking a little took, bit. Hey man, he could have threw five. Get, How many badger dropped the, yeah, drop dropped the punt? Right he could have right right caught I mean, get out of there. It's, it's going to be a battle for quarterbacks with Chicago and LA next year. Yeah, because he Philip Rivers can't even move. You see him trying to. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Why, why are we on quarterbacks? This Cam Newton and Kyle Allen. Yeah, we got thing we got going on. Ooh, so, so what do we do now? Everybody in their mom wanted to put Kyle Allen in there. <laughs> get rid of Cam. Trade him. Yeah. Man. The, the owner came out and, and spoke to, to the Charlotte media yesterday. And he said that um, nothing has been decided. And the owner, is, he's a, he was a big hedge fund guy, billionaire. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a man that, that understands and knows – how to how to get out there and, and make some money? And, you know, you don't get to you don't get that much money if you are an impulse guy. You're a guy that you know you read the reports, you go everything, you make really smart, educated decisions. I think he'll do the same thing. I've consistently said to people, Cam Newton makes nineteen million dollars next year. Case Keenan made eighteen million dollars last year with Denver Broncos. This is a steal for bargain. Money. Right. I would not be trying to get rid of him. They drafted Will Greer. Just this last season, so if anything, I'm doing. I'm. Uh, I'm going to make sure, Cam. What do you have? Let's see what you have. But I'm keeping it. Yeah, you got to. And he doesn't play for the rest of the year. He gets a full, almost a full year of rest. He should be healthy to get healthy. Feet, uh, shoulders, all that. Why come not back? come back with all three quarterbacks? Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, and Will Greer, and maybe Greer gets better. 
That's true. You used you used a, a premium pick on the second day pick on the guy. So I would come back with those three quarterbacks and see where you go. They're not going to be high enough in the draft to take one of the, you know, to take Joe Burrow or to possibly take the kid from Oregon. Mm-hmm. So to me, I would just sit a Herbert, Justin Herbert. I would I would just. I just wait and see what I have here. Yeah, I go with it too. I agree with you on that. Nineteen million for a franchise quarterback—that's that's, that's, I mean, that's dirt cheap. That's you nothing. know, I Plus mean, I, we know one thing: Kyle Allen. He, he can't, <laughs> I'm not putting him in the, the starting line. The jury's still out on him. Right? It depends on how he no, finishes the year. He no, was yeah. pretty he bad. Looked, yeah, he looked he pretty bad. He looked like he was. Bad. He was pretty bad. <laughs> you know what he looked like to me? Kyle Allen looked like a guy that people all of a sudden had tape. Okay, we well, got this. What's going on? This, like, this is what he does, and that's what I mean. These. I think sometimes fans forget these are the brightest minds in football, man. These defensive coordinators are going to figure it out. This is true. Look at the Rams. That's a, yeah, I would oh, the words out okay. of my mouth. Look at the Rams. Okay, see, so, you know, ain't nobody working with Sean McVay in the job this year. No, no, So, they found him out in Washington quick. Quick, quick. Right. they found right. that Alfred Morris and yeah. RG three uh, solution. They crack that code. We got it. We got the code. Got it. They got us. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. We see you. So, Kyle Allen. When I looked, I was like, oh man, they got. Tape. They know the tendencies. They know what you do. They got the Halo tape, man. Bad. They got the tape. So what, what are we doing in Tennessee though? What's up with Tennessee? Tennessee, uh, Mariota on the bench. Ooh, and Tannehill. And Tannehill, Tannehill got, got them, out there. What, six and five. No, they're five and five. No, no, right no. Now. Don't don't you start talking about Tannehill after we just talked no, about the rest of the No, I'm not saying he needs to be I ain't saying that. Right? They need a quarterback. They need a cue. They got a backup. Tannehill could be a backup. Look, uh, you know what? If Mar- if Marcus Mariota, well, that's not if. When they put him on the streets, if I'm the Cowboys, I call him. If I'm Philadelphia, I call them. We happy with Cooper Rush. Well, who? We cool. Huh? You ain't see the, the uh, right? What'd you do? What? Cooper, they say we're happy with our quarterback situation. Man. Did you read what I read? I, ain't read, I don't know what you read. Oh, I, 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 I mean, I read Jerry said we are happy in I, our uh, quarterback uh, okay, situation yes, yes. right me, now. Let, we are fortunate to be. Where we're at, and let me also, well, that's when he was asked about Colin Kaepernick. Okay, when he was asked about Colin Kaepernick, he was fine with his quarterback situation. I'm just saying, he said it. And I read it. Good. Sure, got... You know what Jerry said one time with the all time great lines? Just because I said it doesn't make it so. <laughs> I'm with it, man. And I just want to. I just want to. I have to check. We happy with They said we happy with where we at, man. Another great line that Bill Parcells used to say. I reserve the right to change my mind. <laughs> and after the season, when Marcus Mariota comes free, if I'm the Cowboys, I would give him a phone call. Yeah. I think the Eagles will because when Chip Kelly was there, you know, they were trying hard to get him and they couldn't move up and get him. And once again, folks, I'm talking about as a backup. Yeah, we don't need Dak him. If Prescott that. goes out of the game, I think you need somebody with some mobility and somebody who gets now. I don't know what's wrong with, with Mariota. Maybe, you know, this is why you bring in a Kitten and a Kellamore, guys who— Get him right. Two can, years ago, can, he, he beat KC in the playoffs. Yeah, what can you do? I don't I don't think he's broken to the point of, hey, man, get this guy out the league. No, this isn't Nathan Peterman. No, it's not Mike <laughs> Blinney, okay? That dude. It was so sad to watch that dude, Man, too, we man. used to Nathan hope Peterman he played against good. him, man. It was so, so sad dude to see that. Dude trying to make the Pro Bowl, that dude said to see Hey, man, he was giving get, gifts. Get out of the way. That was get sad. That. I hate, I hate to in front of somebody him. trying to get you. <laughs> you get a pick. You get a pick. I mean. I'm getting one this week. <laughs> we got Peterman? Oh, yeah, I need all the playing time. All right, let's uh, let, let, let's take another break here. Got to get our football phrase of the day. Also, we have not spoken about Arlington Martin's Miles Garrett getting suspended indefinitely for taking Mason Rudolph of the Steelers' helmet and hitting him over the head. That's Danny McRae. He's Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. You're in the Players' Lounge. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, download the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. 
Hey, Cowboys Nation, this season when the Cowboys win, you get to experience the sweet taste of victory because if the Cowboys win the next day, Dunkin' is offering a free medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate the Cowboys' success from the sidelines. Head to Dunkin' and treat yourself to real victory because this season, Cowboys fans aren't only winning on game day, they're winning the next day too with a free medium coffee. Cowboys Nation runs on Dunkin'. Excludes cold brew. Limit one per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Back to the Players' Lounge. <laughs> Join us at another official Dallas Cowboys watch party presented by AT&T on Sunday, November 24th. Enjoy a festive game day atmosphere on Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco as the Dallas Cowboys take on the New England Patriots. Admission and parking, they're free. Visit thestarinfrisco.com for details. Danny McRae, the LSU Bayou Bengal, the Toledo Rocket. Barry Church, yeah, I gave it to you. You got to own it. I am the UNC Pembroke Brave. Was it? Scrubs. <laughs> University of North Carolina Pembroke, baby. Started off as a North Carolina Indian Normal School back in 1887. It is. I'm right. You saw it already. Go ahead, tell tell America, tell America. I'm I right. Bringing up, yeah, you was right. Okay, I mean, you was right when you said what you said when you said it. <laughs> which was right. which was these these Santa Claus. Photos, making these babies take a picture mm. with, with Santa, and they don't want to do it because of your selfishness and your ego getting in the way of your yeah, child's looking, desires. Looking, there, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, if go ahead, show it. Yeah, I think they put the camera on there. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on there. He's on there. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So, there so you no, go. put it back. Put it back. Hold on, hold on. We got, we got to bring it back. There we go. Okay, so and, and if you, yeah, there you go. Right little, there. Little church is not happy. He was not with it. He was not happy. And that's hey, man. So just think, think, you know, test it out. If, 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 your, if your child's, you know, you know, you know, the, you know how to read your baby, okay? By this point in time, you know how to read your baby. baby I should. Has, you well, will, I would no, know. No, you will. I'm not there yet. I, I didn't read him right. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably wanted to slap you after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he man, want, that was hot. He want no candy for you or nothing. <laughs> Want some of daddy's juice? No, I don't want no juice. I don't want no juice. <laughs> baby go turn from, uh, what's that, baby Stewie on, on Family Guy? Oh. <laughs> It'll turn on you, man. Oh, oh, man. So, Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns suspended indefinitely by the NFL. We saw Thursday night where he sacked Mason Rudolph. Rudolph felt he gave him too much business. Rudolph starts pulling on Garrett's helmet, trying to pull it off. Garrett pulls him back. Rudolph hits him in the... In the privates, Garrett rips off Mason Rudolph's helmet there and then swings it and hits him right over the head. The NFL suspended him for the rest of the season, they say indefinitely, which means the NFL is letting Miles Garrett know there's no guarantee that you're going to get back on the field in 2020. Mm, okay. Now, Garrett is going to appeal it, and this is where you go to the NFL PA and you try to say what is in the collective bargaining agreement between the players union and the owners. Can the owners just sit around here and suspend can the leagues just suspend him like that indefinitely? Or is there a certain amount of time or a due process that he needs to go through? First off, did they get it right in saying to Miles Garrett he can't play again this year? Yes. This yeah, for sure. I mean, he I mean he took the man's helmet off. And you know, I, I would, you know, when it first happened and he was trying to take Garrett's helmet off and all that stuff, I, you know, I was all right with it. He took his helmet off, and I was even okay with that. But after that, you got you to gotta kind of toss the helmet to the side. And if he runs up on you like that, you know, give him a two piece, and then it's, it is what it is. But, I mean, you took a weapon like that and kind of yeah. split act my man over the head with it. Yeah, and everybody always says if, 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 if was a fifth. That is and true. You say what you want to. If he hits that dude, cor- in a, oh, yes. not correctly, but in a different way, if it crown. hits, his, we, if we it doesn't hit the about, crown of his helmet, oh, but hits his face, we talk, we're talking about something totally different. Yeah. What we're talking about? A possible death, <laughs> criminal like, charges. Okay. Yeah. Look, look at that. I mean. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. He, if he hits him in a different, like he doesn't turn his head right there. You know, Oof. he could have caught his eye, could have yeah. caught the nose, could have caught the – yes, it could have yeah, had facial and, damage. And, and, no, and, and, and me being Mason Rudolph or his family into that, it's, it's not that much apologizing yeah, you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was but, definitely wrong yeah, for that. Heat of the moment, nah, dog. Yeah, you, <laughs> nah. Can, you, nah. you take the helmet off. I'm even cool with that. You take his helmet off, you throw it to the side, and if he still wants problems, you give him the problem. Yeah, you could put the hands on him. He could have just took his fist and, and just punched him right in the face, and, and we would maybe he gets a game. 
but we don't see anything like this. And you know, Miles Garrett went to high school at Arlington March, so, so down the road, Miles Garrett has done a lot of stuff, uh, you know, around here with people, and he's a good kid, mm-hmm. nice guy. Demarcus Ware, former Cowboy, posted a video how he's worked out with Miles Garrett, and he's like, you know, he was disappointed. That's not the guy he knows. And uh, I think Chris Long said something too that he worked with his foundation, the Water Boys, and he's like, hey, and once again saying that was wrong, you can't mm-hmm. do it. But he also said this is not a bad guy. And now for Miles Garrett comes the repairing of your reputation. This is still a guy who was a first overall pick of the draft. This is a difference maker on the Cleveland Browns. But how do you go back? And, Danny, you're doing a lot of work in the community Mm -hmm. now for the Dallas Cowboys. How does one go back and try to rehabilitate that image? The owner of the Browns says that, you know, they're not going to throw him away. The the head coach has said, you know, he's still our guy. We're going to stand behind. We don't condone what he did. So how do you do it? Right, man. So so like any other situation when you have somebody who – makes a mistake or makes makes a bad decision, the first thing you have to do is own up to it. And then you have to go out in, in the public, and if you're talking to kids or you're talking to adults who made mistakes, and let them know that you accepted your fault in this and let them know that you're working to, to be able to make better decisions in a heated situation right. like that. You got yeah, you got to be able to do that. You got to if you're if you made a mistake like that, you got to be able to go out there and repair it. And like you said, you got to be held yourself to accountable. Hold yourself to accountable when you're going to speaking to these kids. Let them know that yeah, I did this. I you know I own it. I did it, but this is not the right way. This is not how you go about things. And I'm sure he'll be able to do that. And there's no way you know Cleveland's gonna get rid of him. This guy ten and a half sacks already this season. He's right. a difference maker, like you said. So I know they're not going. No, they shouldn't him. get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, this, he's a, he's a first time offender. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, and this is out of character. Like we've said, like everybody who's ever met him in per- they've all said this is out I, of character. I will ask this I had a coach uh, Chris Harris uh, when I was in Chicago to ask me he asked us as a group every not every day but it was like one of those brain teaser mm-hmm. things and he says tell me the difference between a bad mistake I mean a mistake and a bad decision what is it Tell me. No, you can't figure know. it out. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because, <laughs> you know, somebody go do something and they, nah, nah, you knew what you was doing, man. That's a bad decision. You, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't make a mistake. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know, you didn't See, accidentally uh, run a red light. You made a bad decision. That was a bad decision. Oh, that's a bad, that wasn't a mistake. Oh, man, I accidentally hit him too hard or the helmet area moved and all that stuff. That's a mistake. Yeah. My guy right there, bad decision. Bad decision. Yes, There's a difference. Yeah, that's so, true. But, that but, but true. a lot of time when people come out and they and they say it and they start owning up to it, they say, oh, man, I made a mistake. No, nah, you didn't. Yeah, you got to be <laughs> that accountable. That was your bad judgment. You made a bad decision. He, Go he out and, and make sure and you he said. came out, he apologized to, to Rudolph and said his actions you know, that, that were wrong. So he's, he has yeah. done that part yeah. to take accountability of it. I'm just going to be very interested to see you know, what do can— Do you think—I'm sorry, but do you think the other the other suspensions were, were valid? Like the yes. I think Pouncey got three— Obajawi got one. If we're going to talk about player safety mm-hmm. and we have something like that happen, um, you've got to go ahead and follow through with it. I agree but with you. But Pouncey can go anywhere with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's always yeah, at the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, he, he can go anywhere with me. He's always uh, at the I'll, buy you, I'll buy you drinks. <laughs> we, we can go to the same spot. I'm on you your know, team. He's going to have you back. So, um, I, I don't care who disagrees with me. I, I wish Miles Garrett good luck in trying to rehabilitate his career. Yeah. Um, Nick Van Exel is a buddy of mine. Nick Van Exel. You shoved a referee once, and it was made all kinds of news. It was bad. It was a bad look. Uh, Nick came back from that, but a lot of people labeled Nick, you know, a bad guy. And, and he had a moment in his life he wants to edit out. And I raised my hand as somebody who's had a moment in their life that says, "Boy, I wish I wouldn't have made that bad decision that you talked about here." So hopefully, um, people can can find a way to give him some grace, and he can also go out and earn it. Uh, Michael Vick is a guy yeah. who was able to go out and and try to show people that he he. He learned from making a bad, a, a truly bad decision. The, the NFL is is full of those guys, oh, yeah. and most of them have have made a full recovery, came back, mm-hmm. and showed that they are able to to right their wrongs and get back in the league and play. And I don't think Miles Garrett would be any different. And he's in the perfect city to do it. Cleveland, and I worked in Cleveland. I was there in Cleveland, worked there when Bill Belichick was the head coach, and they even ended up leaving town. The, those fans love their players, so he's going to be fine when yeah, he goes other places. Sure. Right, so so they're going to protect him. So that's a, you know, that's a good place for him to be. They're, they will protect him. They will not. They will not shun him at all. Uh, more news that we saw this week in football: Colin Kaepernick had a tryout, um, and it was supposed to be at the Atlanta Falcons facility. He moved it, and it's been very interesting to see how the reaction has been, and then also now what we're seeing is the media. Versus 
Colin. <laughs> Colin and Eric, Eric Reed. Reed. And Eric Reed. And Eric, and Eric Reed. Reed too. So, so you, you you give me your your, your opinion on things here. Oh uh, man, I just I commend Eric Reed for for sticking with his guy. I mean, uh, they did they took the knee together at the beginning, and they've been sticking with each other ever since. The whole Colin Kaepernick thing to me is. It's, one, it's always going to be a little strange because nobody's ever going to come out and, and just flat out say that they blackballed him out of mm-hmm. the league. Uh, so if we ever hear that, then it'll kind of be straight. But this workout thing was, hey, man, the dude really wants to play. Now, him really wanting to play doesn't equate to him having to do everything that the NFL says in order for him to go work out, right? He still has the right to 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 – Disagree with a waiver or a location, or not with have or without having uh, the media come in, and in his heart he could still want to play, but he don't want to give up his rights, or, or he know his morals, and he been mm-hmm. standing on that for three years. That workout is not going to get him to change, and you gonna look at him as a bad guy for that? I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I didn't think it was fair either. Um, you know, both sides, I mean, for him, he changed it at the last minute, hour and so half away. But then the NFL, they set up this, like, out of nowhere, like, <laughs> a Saturday, right before, you know, a game. They, You know, you, you know the reps aren't the real reps who make decisions for each club. They're not going to be there on a Saturday. You know, they're traveling for the game and whatnot. But, um, you know, for me, I mean, it's hard for me to have a, a really, really good, you know, it's just hard for me because I, I'm not very educated in that in this subject, you know, that he's, you know, battling for and all that stuff. So it's hard for me to, you know, come, come up with a conclusion on this. But, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you know. Well, his, his, battle, his battle now is for his 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 morals yeah. and, and what he's willing to do to get back in the league. He's willing to work out for three years. Yeah. He's willing to stay in shape. He's willing to work as hard as he can to show everybody that he wants to get back in the league. But then when it comes to challenging his morals – He's not going to do that. And he's been that way for three years. So, it's, so nobody should, should expect just, anything different from him. So you think he should just blame, man? You know, it is what it is. And nah, I mean, if, if, some, if somebody calls him, then, yeah, he should he should go. He keep working out. If somebody call him, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But right now they're at this place to where the NFL's not going to budge, and he's not. So wait for the call. And nobody really and nobody expects that call yeah, to come. Call so. ain't coming. Ain't there is video out there. And, and so teams can all look at the video. But ultimately this, this comes down to ownership. Okay, the 32 owners are going to have to. You know, it's it's going to be on them to decide whether or not they want to have him here. Because if you sign Colin Kaepernick, even if you work the guy out, then I think even just working the guy out is going to call. And people are going to be. Um, do you, as an owner, have the stomach to take all the criticisms, good and bad, that are going to come your way? Poor and there's guy a lot not of even owners. Going to be your starter quarterback. Right. There's a lot of owners who truly are going to say, "I'm, I'm good." Jerry Jones just sat here and told you, I'm good. I'm good. Sean Payton. And that's fair. Sean Payton from New Orleans Saints said, we we got quarterbacks. We're good. But I can tell you this, and you and I, we we all know it. There's some owners who just say, nah, mm -mm, no need it. They they don't want it. Because they're going to be customers who sit here and tell you, no, I will not support you. Now, I've also said I'm going to say that that is uh, for everything. And and I I also (laughs) said this. for everything. um, Nike proved – to a whole lot of people who said, when remember they signed college, people were like, I'm burning my Nikes, I'm never wearing Nike. Mm-hmm. The stock prices went up. Yeah. <laughs> this, but this is with every, so, this is with almost everything, right? Everybody go crazy on Twitter. That's what a communication is, right? Yeah. That's that's remember how Michael people let you know. Remember Michael Vick and the Eagles? Hey, <laughs> man, I'm done. You kill a dog. You hire a dog killer. You burn a jersey. That man won four games, and they was the greatest show I mean, on turf. And Michael Vick for like, MVP. What dogs? He's ours. What dogs? You talking about dogs? Michael Vick ain't done no dogs. We in Philly. We're past that. That's history. So we know we know that. So, but that does the owner? Do you have a Jeffrey Lurie? Okay, Jeffrey Lurie, Andy Reid took it to him as the head coach. Andy Reid like, look, this we we want Michael Vick, mm-hmm. and Jeffrey Lurie said yes. Now here comes the other thing that we have to make sure we say too. Michael Vick was a special talent. Is, is Colin Kaepernick a special talent at his job in the way Michael Vick was? No. Because at the end of the day, it's always about do you have a special talent? How did Greg Hardy get here? Greg Hardy had a special talent mm-hmm. to be able to get to the quarterback, which is rare, and the Cowboys had a need. That's always the when you yeah. talk about taking chances on guys, and you both play college football. How many guys stayed on your team that probably should have been kicked off? Yeah, because they, they had special talent. But, his, but I think his talent is 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 special enough for certain circumstances that teams are in right now without quarterbacks that are serviceable for their team. 
I think he he has special enough talent to be on one of those. And does the owner of these particular want to deal with? Yeah, that. but I know. But we talk about special enough talent, and, and I think and, circumstance for some of these teams who don't have a serviceable quarterback. And for three years now, these teams have said, "Yeah, we're oh yeah, gonna, you, you, listen, year four wasn't well, gonna change. We'll, it. This workout we'll, wasn't changing either." <laughs> At the end of the day, it comes down to what the owners want to do. What? And that's, what? First that's of all, the, end of the day, what? And you know the owners what? have spoken. That's it. You can speak without <laughs> yeah. speaking. Because it's their team. Like, I mean, you can speak without speaking. The owners have spoken for three years. Well, were you expecting, if, if everything went right for this workout, were you expecting him to get picked up? No. The NFL set this up. I know. Every 32 teams at any time could have picked up the phone and said, come on in. So that's a no. They've told you and shown yeah, you how that was. And so then the league, the league, through and apparently through Jay Z, came up and said, let's do this. This wasn't any owner who wanted to. That's what I'm saying. But, but if we know this, you think Kyler don't know this? Yeah. <laughs> As he's pulling up to, so, to the Falcons facility? Oh, come on, us. man. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. This is an hour has gone by, bro. Like Quick, it's man. fun. It's fun. It's, all, it's always fun. Okay. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on social media again. So. At Barry Church 42. That's Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, Danny D Mac 44. On Instagram, Danny underscore McCray 40. Follow me on Twitter at Newey Scruggs. It's N E W Y S C R U G G S. It's N E W Y S C R U G G S. And on Facebook, it's Newey Scruggs Sports. All right. Give me a prediction. Cowboys. New England. It's a tough one. I got the Cowboys taking an L. I'm going 24-17. Well, following what I said last week, <laughs> that we're going to win this game, I say we win by three. Maher, 27-24. Maher, righty. I don't have a score for you yet, um, but give me New England because they win games, and you know this very well. They win games by you making mistakes. Yep. And the Cowboys – are still making mistakes in games. And until they get that cleaned up, I don't think they can beat a team like New England who will not give you mistakes. Can't start slow. We turn the corner this week. We turn it. Boom. Hey, look. Mistakes out of there. Start fast. Actually, we probably start slow, but both teams probably will. I just say we won by three. All right. I'm going to be there. I will be at the game. And uh, if C.J. Goodwin makes a play, I will find him in the Please. Yeah. Okay? Please. Please do. If he makes a bad play, don't find him. If he I makes won't. a play, tell him to come on the show next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got McCray, Phil Tanner next week. Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Thanks for watching and listening to the Players' Lounge. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!